Ten Drink Minimum is a proud member of the Barillas Podcasters Guild. the last party of the weekend you're watching 10 drink minimum my name is chris i'm your host let me bring in everybody else real quick boom with us as always is holly ann bird and then we also have the man the myth the legend james smiley oh that's very kind of you chris i don't think i've become a legend quite yet yeah whatever Mm -hmm. you're something (laughs) what do you think of james yeah he's something he's okay you know he's uh you know uh he exists Uh i've seen him willing to go i've seen him do stuff (laughs) how are you guys guys, yeah something exciting that i'm drinking Uh uh-oh um it's called hop tea oh yeah it's a sparkling tea that has hops in it. It's oh. non-alcoholic, and hops are actually really good for you. Um, so I'm gonna drink this so I can kind of have a beer with you guys. I there. Let me see what it looks like again. I didn't. I'm sorry. It's sharing all of this stuff. Nice. So I saw that. So I remember whenever um, we used to do shows at a place called uh, Monk's Tap Room. Mm-hmm. I had a thing that was kind of like that, and it was, uh, God, it was from Germany, and it was really good, and yeah. I've, never, I've never seen it again, so then finally this, I saw this advertised the other day, and I was like, oh, I wonder if that's the same kind of thing. Um, I just tasted it. It's okay. The one um, I was like a hop seltzer. Yeah, of- that's kind of what this is, but it has green tea. Oh, so. man. Where did you get that? Um, Hamster works next door to a natural grocer, grocer or whatever. Yes. Um, and he he goes in there from time to time to get snacks or whatever. Oh. And he saw these and he tried one and he's obsessed with them now. So, oh, he brought me home some. I see. I see. Interesting. Well, that's good. You said you had something you you had to talk about, Holly. Is that right? <laughs> yes. Uh oh. So. Uh, Hamster and I had to go get COVID tests yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, oh gosh, you zoomed in on me. Yeah. <laughs> um, we had to go get COVID tests yesterday because uh, somebody who works at Hamster's work tested positive for COVID and then went to a huge meeting at his work knowing she was positive for COVID. What an asshole. Um, and didn't tell anybody. So Wait. he called in uh-huh. yesterday 
Um, he was kind of playing hooky. Oh. Um, and she said, oh, well, I'm not at work either because I have COVID. <gasps> Jeez. So we are quarantining for two weeks. So retro. <laughs> and she, uh, she basically affected about 40 people's lives. Wow. So. What a, and she knew and still she went. She knew. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's messed up. Yeah. And he was, so Hamster was going to work in her store because they're shorthanded. Mm-hmm. And she didn't even call him to be like, hey, you know, there's been a positive test at the store. Like, nothing. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, she messed up. Yeah. So be careful out there. Has uh, Hamster been vaccinated? He just got his first shot oh. the day before this happened. So oh, uh, that sucks. Yeah. Well, that yeah, that I mean that goes to show you it's still, you know, we all want to hope it's not there anymore, but definitely still there. It definitely is. Where so, did they think she got be it? responsible? Where do they think she got it from? Um I, we don't know. So, uh, I mean, she person? didn't even tell everybody at work that she had it. So she, you know. Yeah, that's that's a terrible thing. She's probably going to be in a lot of trouble, I would assume. Oh, yeah. So. As she should be. Yeah. She should have to go out on the tree and pick out a switch. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so we might not even be able to, like, depending on when we get our test results, because uh, there were no rapid result tests left. Or available left. I meant available. Yeah. Um. So if we don't get our COVID test in time, we might not even be able to have Danny at our house this week. So. Jeez. Yeah. Very inconvenient and very irritating. Well, it's just like I don't understand the idea behind it. I know I have this. I'm still gonna go to work. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I think late stage capitalism. Like you got to. If she was, you know, not going to go to work, that she'd get in trouble. Oh my god, though! But like, t- think about like, there's no, there's no better excuse not to go to work. Like, you know, right. you, you call in and like, what's wrong with you? First of all, the, I hate that like whole philosophy of the like, you know, come to work when you're sick. Which you know, we've yeah. all we've all worked jobs where like, yeah. not only do the bosses perpetuate, you know don't call into work. Right. Like the coworkers do too. Oh yeah. And and I've been one of those people and you get this kind of like Stockholm syndrome where you're like, and I'm, I'm sure I'm using that incorrectly. Please don't tell me. (laughs) And like (laughs) the point where like, you know, you're used to working just like such a bare minimum skeleton crew that like someone calls in, you're just like pissed at them. You're not pissed at like the 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 owners or the bosses that make you run at such a skeleton level that that you know if someone calls in it just screws everyone. Well, you know, and I kind of made a post about this earlier because you know I've been seeing everybody saying like people don't want to work anymore. You know what? I don't think that's true. I think the government gave us checks that they thought was bare minimum, (laughs) and they were better. It's a lot more than most people are making, and you want to talk about. Yeah. service industry i think a lot of people realize like hey these people don't give a fuck right. about me um and i think people's attitudes are just changing and maybe they want better for themselves i don't think I, it's I that have, people don't want to work well, well let me check this out i don't want to work got some, 
I've got something. I've got something to weigh in on that one. Okay. Okay. These places are saying like they. Oh, no one wants to work. That's not true. They even have like interviews saying like I interviewed a hundred people last week. I only found four people, and it's like they. I walk into places. I show my resume, and they don't want me working there because I'm overqualified. Yep. Wow. Like, okay, never mind. Because you're like, gonna ask for more money. What's that? Yeah. Ask for more money than what they're offering. Oh no, I don't care. I just want a job right now. I yeah. get like hundred and twenty dollars a week for unemployment. That's uh, yeah. like two days of work is more than that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not because I'm getting paid too much unemployment. So they would they don't want to hire me. I've applied like everywhere in my area, in my neighborhood. Right. Well, here, here's but here's here's the news flash. Here's the news flash. I don't want to work. <laughs> I don't. Right. I, I absolutely don't want to go into work, but um, if I do, like if I, I would rather like if someone's like, oh, if you won a lottery, like you know, I'd still work. And I look at mm-hmm. people like that. I'm like, you're an idiot. Like I would, I wouldn't work, but I would, you know, here's I wouldn't just lay at home and watch, you know, <laughs> fucking uh, prices right and eat chocolates all day. I would work <laughs> on things that I want to work on. I would yeah. do art. I would, do, you know, definitely do I want to work now, but you know. I don't mind it, you know, and I'll, and, and if you give me a job, I'm going to do it. But like right. to sit there and go, people don't want to work. Yeah, you're right. They don't. They mm-hmm. want to go do what they want to do. They want to go fly a cart in the park. They want to run and jog and ride a bike and, you know, drink beers all day. <laughs> fucking A, they do. <laughs> you're fucking right. I would rather do all that stuff than work. And but if you want, I'll pay you $7.25 or whatever it is right now <laughs> to uh, an hour to like, you know, roller skate uh, Sonic burgers out to people. So the Sonic, there was a Sonic that was like posted the sign that said, you know, people don't want to work. You saw that one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's the one right down the street from my house. And uh, I went there one day and man, and it was like, it took like 30 minutes to get my food. And I was like, what the hell's going on? Well, that first of all, I had to drive to like three different like booths because they were all broken. <laughs> you know, and it was like, <laughs> I was like, what the hell's going on here, man? <laughs> that and you have to think like okay they're not even making sure that they have everything they need right. and then you know you imagine they're probably not taking very good care of their employees either oh no well, so, so go ahead oh, i was just saying so you know well so like when i went to get my shot i was going to go there to get like a breakfast sammy you know and i pull in and they're like uh, please do the drive-through. We only have the drive-through for breakfast, and now I know why because they just don't have enough people. They sure shit. They sure shit don't have someone who wants to get up at like five thirty in the morning to make the Sonic <laughs> breakfast. You know, right? <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, that's oh, really. Yeah. They have that. That place was in a in the paper. Uh, Hotel Park Central, right? Yeah. Right down the street. I applied there. Didn't hire me. Didn't like my resume. <laughs> Wow. We can't find anyone to work with 15 open positions. I'm like, I worked at a hotel for six years. Yeah. Like, no, right. you're not what we're looking for. Here's, oh, you want people, you want entry level people that you can treat like shit. That's all you want. Right. Here's right. Uh, here's the thing. And I don't know what they pay. I don't know anything about it. But I was handed this. Uh, someone asked me if I knew somebody. So there's a new. Um, well, I don't know if it, I don't know if it's a full-on bar or if it's just a brewery or what it is it's next to elvado it's one of those old motels that was on route 66 and they've revitalized it next oh, to yeah, yeah, yeah. so they're hiring they can't find anyone they're hiring a bar manager 
that literally people are like do you you might know someone and so i was like thinking in my mind i was like fuck i don't i was like you know so you know if somebody's you guys or somebody's interested as far as i know they're hiring a bar manager so i think both of us have qualifications for that (laughs) yeah i don't know if i wasn't a couple months away from popping a baby i would totally apply for that job (laughs) what a baby So whenever you go into labor, can you let us know so we can live stream it? <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. I, mean, I will let you know, but we are not live streaming my birth. All right. We're live here from the hospital where Holly's about to pop out a child. <laughs> can we live stream, though? Like, we, you don't have to be on the yeah. show. We'll be like, Hamster, did she poop while having the baby? I've heard all about that. Is that ha- did that happen? I told him not to tell me if I poop. Are you uh are you nervous about the pain? No. No? Really? No, you know what I'm nervous about? So like here's the thing, the pain will subside. That's a temporary place of being, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um but uh you know what I'm scared about is the day that mm-hmm. they're like, here's your newborn baby, oh, have yeah. fun raising it the rest of your life. That's scary. Where's the manual? <laughs> <laughs> I'm more nervous for I am a little nervous. I don't like needles. I'm more nervous for like epidurals and stuff like that. Well, you don't have to get an epidural, do you? No, you don't have to, but oh. you know. <laughs> but but you know, they're giving you drugs. Why not? You know, right? <laughs> oh, drugs, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I'm nervous for lots of things, but I, I don't know. I go through phases where I'm scared for birth and then mm-hmm. Not, yeah, he, you know, I want to so shifting gears, yeah, talk a little bit about how I, I'm, I'm getting more and more disgusted with the news. Uh oh, mm-hmm. I have it now. So, all right, <laughs> so they did it. So, I, I one, I think it was, I don't remember which one it was, they did a news story. So, there's you know, first of all, there's this thing called the art walk, which it's not, yeah. uh. It's just a large, you know, bazaar or mercantile outside of, you know, downtown where thousands of, of uh, outsiders come in to, you know, leave a bunch of trash and not take it with them when they leave. Uh, yeah. Those are called tourists. So anyway, there was a, a concert behind the El Rey at, during one of them. And El Rey may or may not have been involved in it. Okay. So they let these these ba- these artists come and set up a stage, and they basically gave them power, right? And uh, so then, you know, a bunch of people. It, it was outside. It was like behind in the parking lot. I don't think they asked the person who owns the parking lot if they could have done it. If they really wanted a story, they would have said all that. But right. Anyway, so the problem was, like, I I was like over on the far sidewalk away from people. And I was, I listened to, you know, the music for a little while, but I was nowhere near anybody. And the problem was, is one of the bands was like, come out, come closer, everybody, which I was like, no, don't do that. (laughs) And so a bunch of people came in close. And of course they took their masks off and were dancing and some fucker took a picture of it, which, you know, was it wrong? Absolutely. It was wrong. Now smash cut to yesterday 
We have the farm farmers grow grower whatever market, and I've got no growers market. I've got no problems with them. They advertise on the show. Awesome. I'm driving to go get stuff at at Home Depot, and I drive over and I realize the farmers market's going on. So I live right by that roundabout, and here's the farmers market, and they're they're letting people in so many at a time, and they're social distance. Blah blah blah. Back over here by the Hotel Blue that street right by it where it's yeah. hundreds of people waiting to get in just packed right there. What's the point of that? And so then you have the news snapping pictures of how the growers markets back. And it's a, it's a, it's a big win. Okay. But you're going to shit on this thing over here, which you should have. Right. Not this thing over here, which you also should have. Right. There's hundreds of people packed on a street waiting to get in and you're letting them in every so often so that the little park itself is not full of people but the street is packed full of people yeah well that's just like the mall yeah you know like people are packed into a building waiting to get into stores right it's the litter walk the litter walk <clears throat> and, and and we had on uh Pete, peter rice last week from uh, downtown albuquerque news very knowledgeable guy uh, you know, knows his stuff, good journalist. And I just don't think he, like you guys can listen back and maybe I should too. I don't really think he got what I was trying to convey to him. I know yeah. you guys got it cause you guys know me, but what I was trying to say is, is like, we already have a downtown community. We right. already have a culture. We already have a, a, a community. And what the city's trying to do is bring in tourism and bring in all of these, like basically rich white people to come in and fuck up our community, our culture and our, you know, our way of life. And everyone, everyone talks about how awful that is, but then, but then flip it. And they're like, oh, I want to go, I want to go wait in line outside of the five Oh five central, uh, <laughs> During the art walk, I want an $8 latte, you know? Yeah. And I, well, I, I think, I mean, I can see his, I can totally see his side because honestly, um, downtown metro area is designed for tourism. It's what it's supposed to be doing. If it doesn't generate tourism, it's hemorrhaging money and mm. it has to be able to sustain itself. How do, how do you say that? How do you figure it's designed for tourism? What is tourist centric about downtown right now? <laughs> right now, nothing. But it, uh, the way it's designed from a city structure is that's where our convention centers are. That's where our convention hotels are. Okay, fair enough. And all the uh, bars and restaurants are supposed to cater to the tourists and the people that come in town for conventions. I don't agree with that one at, at all. They're not. That's how. That's how it was set up. No, it's okay. That's how it's supposed. That's how it okay. was designed. I'll give from you a city the, point of view. I'll give you the convention center, and I'll give you the hotels. But the bars are not there to cater to the fucking tourism. The bars are there for the downtown scene. You can't tell me the that bars. Fucking- are, but okay, the, I'll give you that. The bars aren't generally. But when I worked at the Hyatt, I sent people to those bars. I told okay. them which bars yeah. to go to because they were cool. Well, but you, you told the bars. Like other, um, I think it's just like any other city. You know, you're going to have people who come in from out of town, especially when, you know, there's like a Comic-Con or, you know, any other kind of convention. And we want that. We want people to be making revenue. We want these businesses to 
to make money. Um, but but I also get what you're saying. Yeah, that's also yeah. not what I'm totally attacking. The tourism part, whatever. The tourism yeah. part is going to be during the day. It's these people that come down. First of all, the art walk is is the one is the bigger problem because first of all, they've they've ruined the art walk because the art this walk. The art walk, and I had to explain this to somebody. They're like, "Wow, how long has this been happening?" And I was like, "A long time," but it wasn't this. It, right. It was galleries, and you would see the mapped out galleries, which I understand why you can't go into galleries, but th they are still open. So it was galleries. And you walked from gallery to gallery or bars with art in them. And you know what? You walked in and there was artists who were struggling and starving and worked their asses off. And their art is on the walls. Mm -hmm. You can actually pay money to buy these this art and help these people pay their rent. Now, now it's T-shirts and jewelry and like, you know, all this. It's a it's it's like the flea market. And I don't understand it. And now you just have all these people and they leave and the next morning and it just fucking trash everywhere. Yeah. Well, that's a huge problem. And I don't want that. And I don't want that to keep happening. And I don't want, you know, like, yeah. I don't, I don't want to go and I can't get in the launch pad because, you know, some boy band is in there and we can't get in. And it's like all these <laughs> all ages show and there's kids everywhere. It's just, you know, I don't know. Right. And you know, no, and I totally see your side too, though. It's me being an old man, and I'm like, get off my lawn. <laughs> I don't know. But I think for now, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. You can't go into galleries, you can't go into bars, you can't. But they are. You know, you have OT Circus, which is open, it's an open gallery. You have mm -hmm. a gallery across the street that's open. Um, that one on Fourth uh, Street is open, but the, but it's not. But like the whole thing is like turned into this like street like carnival, and it's like crazy. Like you go down there, and there's like a thousand people on in a three block radius. Hmm. Yeah, no, I've, I've I've seen I've seen pictures of the of the the first Fridays now, and it's not like it used to be. No, if anything, it's more rem reminiscent of like a freaking fall crawl or something. Yes. And it's like okay. I feel bad for these artists that are like that, you know, no one's actually going into their thing because they're they're buying a, a, you know, ear of corn or, you know, <laughs> somebody somebody's uh, DJing out in front of a, a, a building and you know selling T-shirts. Like, what in the hell is all this, man? You know, I don't know. And I'm and I know there's people that are gonna be like, oh, you don't get it. And I'm like, you're right, I don't. I loved the art walk. I loved going to galleries. I loved, you know, looking at, you know, different pieces of artwork. And now I feel like it's kind of lost that because now, you know, this is the one thing that's open. Now, what I think will happen is I think once the world starts opening up and you have, you know, more of the top golf and the salt yards, you won't you won't see these people anymore, I hope. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And I and I'm and I'm being like, I'm just I'm being a, a snob. I just don't like, you know. A, you know, east side people and west side people coming down and just like trashing the shit out of my neighborhood and then leaving. I don't know. Get off my yard is what I say. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think about this gateway center? Um, I think it's a great idea. I do too. But you know that like the people in that neighborhood are protesting it and Cervantes says if it happens, they'll move. Which Cervantes... I mean, they're no, just I doing this. 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> they're just they're just they're just fluffing up because that's yeah. what you do in that neighborhood. They, they're trying to look big. Well, they're throwing I mean, up their, you know, I mean, up their, ha ha, like that's all they're doing. They're not going to do anything. Well, the thing I feel about it is like is like I don't know where else you would put it, but I see their point. Like if I lived in that neighborhood and you said I'm, we're going to build a big homeless shelter here, mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't like it either because my property, yeah. you know. I don't know. I think uh, that means I just I'm not going to eat at Cervantes anymore. I just you know that's so ridiculous. They're going to move. Why? Because homeless people are going to have a place to stay. Like mm -hmm. I don't know. I know. What do you also, do? Build it outside. The homeless, the homeless problem is already out of fucking control. So oh. you know. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure what they're mad about because I I used to live in the Trumbull neighborhood and I used to work. In like the south, uh, south San Pedro neighborhood altogether. That's kind of known as the war zone or international, whatever. Right. Like putting in that center there is only going to help. I'm going to guess about half of the population that lives in that area. Right. And I don't know how you can complain between the psychos that already live there, the psychos that come mm -hmm. from the VA hospital that's already there. I don't even know how you would notice. Right. And the, and so, the crazy yeah, homeless people that already live there, too. Like, I don't understand right. how it would even change anything. I feel, yeah, like, I feel we, like it would take them off the streets at night, at least, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying is, like, the homeless problem is already a problem. And finally, our city wants to do something about it in a constructive way. And you have people, you know, freaking out about it. Mm -hmm. Fuck off. Right. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. It's dumb. Yeah. Um. Oh, what was I going to say? I just lost my train of thought there. Um, oh, damn it. Oh, someone brought up something earlier on Facebook, one of my friends, and I I wanted to pose this to you because you because you kind of – you said, I won't eat at Cervantes anymore. Yeah. And, uh, so somebody posted – my friend Alex posted on Facebook. She's like, if you have a place that you love to eat at, if you saw the owner being unprofessional, would that make you not eat there anymore? Yeah, I saw that too. Um I, what I replied to her is, um, I don't know. I mean, it, it would depend what kind of unprofessional. Like he just periodically cropped us the restaurant. <laughs> and you hear him. Uh, I, would, I no. would have more respect for him at that point. Yeah. I mean, it was like crop dusting. You uh, know. I know. I know the specific place she's talking about. And they constantly um, change their hours at a moment. Oh. The, and then she like told people to go there and they showed up and it was closed because they decided all of a sudden to not open. Oh. So then also like you show up and they can't take your payment because they don't have it set up right on a credit card. Um, oh. Just not good at business, but the food is fantastic. <laughs> See, that's tough because yeah. stuff like that always sucks because I, I mean, I know a lot of people who are super talented at mm -hmm. something but they suck at business. Right. And I don't know. I, I I think I would get irritated after a while. Yeah. But if their food is really good, it would be hard for me to not support them. I don't know. That's a hard mm -hmm. thing. And uh, I thought I answered it pretty well. Let me see if I can pull up my answer for them. Because, you know, we've all worked in the service industry. Mm -hmm. And um, 
Let me see if I can find it here. I mean, it also could be like a, a perfect storm of just like shitty situations happening uh, to happen. It's about four yeah. different times that something has happened. Yeah. So after a while, you're like, eh, all right. Let's see if I can find mine. As a <clears throat> former business owner who is very unprofessional, I think you should always go there for the service and the food. <laughs> <laughs> well, the service was it was part of the issue too. Oh, okay. So like the only good thing is the food. Uh, so here's what I wrote. Being a business owner is tough, but you have to be professional. Every person knows at least 80 people. Uh, yeah. And they'll rare, rarely tell you about a good experience, but will sound the trumpets at a bad one. Uh, so give them another chance. If the food is good, if it keeps happening, then they will take themselves out. If you have multiple issues with them, then others probably do as well. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's a tough. Oh, that's tough. I remember specifically working at Congress Rotisserie. Say what? Say that again. I remember uh, working at Congress Rotisserie. Congress Rotisserie. Yeah, it's a chicken place that doesn't exist anymore. It was right next to the uh, Blockbuster there on... uh, That's how long ago it was. I'm sorry, Mm. a Blockbuster? (laughs) What is that? Yeah, it was across the street from the Hollywood video. You know where I'm talking about. What's a Hollywood video, sir? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's on the same corner as Manny's. Okay, none of those places exist anymore, but oh man. I remember that chicken place. Oh like, shit. There was, was a Hollywood video over there. Oh there was. I don't That's remember. That's where the shooting was. happened. Oh no, not that. No, no, no. This is on Central. There was a Blockbuster and a Hollywood video. They're both right next to oh. Manny's. Yes, yes, yes. It was a different Hollywood video. You're right. You're right. I'm wrong. I do remember that one though. Yeah, me too. Oh, sorry. I was a manager there and we had this guy that came in and he complained every time he came in and I was managing one day and he comes in, he's just bitching. He's like, every time I come in here, you guys fuck something up. And I'm like, why the fuck do you keep coming in here? Go somewhere oh, else. You, you go up there. somewhere else. Yeah. You kind of, you kind of, we lost you a little bit for their smiley. You said basically oh, every time you come in and you guys fuck something up, why do you come in here? Is that what you said? Yeah. That's what I told him. I'm yeah. a responsible manager. I'm like, listen, you come in here, you yell at people. You're mm-hmm. not making anyone's life any better. Why do you keep coming in here if we keep fucking shit up for you? Go somewhere yeah. else. Did and you that's what you should do as a responsible, hell no, I'm the manager. Why would I get in trouble for that? <laughs> if anything, my employees were like, good job. We hate that guy. And we're like, I know. We should sh- kick Brex, buddy. Get out of here. Was he like, every time I come in here, it tastes like someone farted on the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I have no, a customer... Like- uh, when I was in high school, I worked at IHOP. Ooh. Um, yeah, like all four years I worked there and I don't know why people have like super high expectations of IHOP. It's <laughs> IHOP. Like people would, people would order the steak dinner and be like, this is not high quality. Hold on. Hold on. Is the slogan IHOP. Hey, we're not Denny's over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, we did great at breakfast stuff, but yeah, why boy. would you go to IHOP for a steak dinner? Oh, yeah. Why? Yeah. You know? That's, yeah. I worked at a Tasty Free, and yeah. I decided to start making steaks, and, like, out of nowhere, and, like, I was like, okay. And so people would come in, and they're like, I don't know, man, that wasn't as good as Cattle Baron, which is, like, the yeah. thing. I'm like, yeah, this is Tasty Free's dumb shit. I know. I'm like, our steaks at IHOP were made 
for steak and egg like breakfast, not fancy steak dinners. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> We're not Denny's motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um so this guy would come in and he would request me to be his server, but he hated me. Oh. And his whole thing, the first time he came in, was he ordered a chicken fried steak dinner and expected me to on like automatically bring him an iced tea. Oh god, one of those fuckheads. And, and I was like, I'm 15, 16 years old. I don't what are you fucking talking about? Yeah. And then um I don't know. He would just do this all the time. And he would just come up with something every time. And we figured out he was just doing it to get a free dinner. You know, when I worked at that Tasty Freeze, there was people <laughs> who would come in three to six nights out of the week. Mm -hmm. And then, like, <clears throat> hang out. And, like, eat. Like, they'd eat and hang out for, like, hours. Same people. Yep. You talk about what have you done with your life? <laughs> You're hanging out at the fucking Tasty Freeze in Portales, New Mexico, three to six nights a week, and having a conversation with some. I get, I you know, I don't know. And I used to hate those people. <laughs> They'd come in, and I would just scowl. I'd be like, "Never be these people." <clears throat> I mean, be a regular at a bar and have an alcohol habit like a normal motherfucker, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. Why are you at a Tasty Freeze? Some people like J. J. Luke Schmaltz says in the chat. Some people are born to eat hidden spit in their food, and you are not lying on that. You are not kidding. It, it's I so saw some horrendous things happen oh, at my house. At the Tasty Freeze, I have the greatest stories. I've told them on the show, but it was many, many years ago. I I was the least bad person in the kitchen, but I have some <laughs> fucking great stories on those of that. But like when that movie Waiting came out. Oh yeah, it it didn't do well, but you know who it did well with the, the service industry. Service industry. We were like, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> except except they were too nice in that movie. Yeah. Oh, oh I know. My my grandmother was like, it's not really like that. I'm like, oh, I fuck. mean, yeah, but I mean, no, I mean, they kind of lightened it up a little bit. I did not see any any nudity in that. Nowhere near as much nudity as in oh, most yeah. restaurants. Oh right. Well, and then. Uh, like in that movie, you know, they're like, they just like drop stuff on the floor. I'm like, that's the worst thing you did to someone's food. <laughs> Dude, I remember we took a G.I. Joe out of the oh, fucking, yeah. uh, um, Lost and Found and we're dipping it in the fryer. <laughs> like that has to be like unhealthy as shit. <laughs> you know, I don't like, know. The fryer gets pretty hot. We would cut and then we cut the G.I. Joe's leg on and then we would fryer it back on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, uh, first, first, first rule, first rule: don't go in thirty minutes to close. Nowhere, no. <clears throat> nowhere. Because everybody who works in the kitchen, everybody who's working out front, all have plans after work. Yeah. Every <laughs> single fucking person. It might be to go do some meth or some cocaine, but they have plans nonetheless. <laughs> your, your school bus is fucking that up. <laughs> that is the that is the most stressful thing that can happen when you're in a, work in a restaurant is it's like 30 minutes to close and a school bus pulls up like you just yeah. want to shank people <laughs> right 
All right, but they have they in that movie they have all the classic ones. Mm-hmm. Hi, are you open? We close in five minutes. So you're open. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, because that because everyone huh. everyone knows how to phrase that <laughs> so that it's not gonna come back on them. Right. It's like, yeah, are you guys open? Uh, we close in five minutes. That's, <laughs> that's basically saying, get no. the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't be that guy. But but like, if the management comes and they're like, "Did you tell that people they couldn't eat here?" No, I told them we we still had five more minutes uh, before we closed. <laughs> you know, then you just like turn it all around and then boom. <laughs> you know, oh well, then why did they think they couldn't eat here? I don't know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we, that's not my problem. Those people, those people have a conscience, right? Yeah. What is the? You give them a gift certificate so they come back. <laughs> what is the worst thing you ever saw? At the IHOP, then. Um. Well, um. This lady kept like harassing all of us waitresses. Like she would come in every day to eat the early bird special, mm-hmm. and she was just such an asshole. <laughs> asshole. An asshole, and the sh- the cooks got tired of hearing us complain about this lady because she would change her order after you already put it in and then oh. she'd complain and anyway oh. she always sent food back so the cooks got really mad and he was like well if she wants to complain I'm going to give her something to complain about hmm. mm-hmm. so she complained about her food and then left and we never saw her again and I asked the cook what he put in her food and he had sprayed oven cleaner on oh. her omelet. Damn. That could kill somebody. That couldn't, you know. She got the diarrhea. Never saw her again, so. She did. <laughs> she, she did. She, she did. She did it. <laughs> I think the worst night I ever had, though, was the time that we had 86 pancakes at IHOP. But wait, oh. what? Like you were out of them, or you decided not to do pancakes anymore? Oh no! Let me tell you what pancakes happened. Such a problem. <laughs> <laughs> we, it was spring break. Oh, lots of drunk people coming in Friday night spring break. Where where's the IHOP, by the way? Uh, the one it's no longer open anymore, I don't think, but it was on Paseo in Wyoming ish. Oh. Um. But so it was spring break. There were drunk people coming in. And we were busy as fuck. And this lady was like, hey, I don't want to be this person, but my harvest grain and nut pancakes taste like soap. I was like, oh, that sucks. Let me get you a new batch. Well, first, they're harvest grain and they're pancakes, asshole. (laughs) So we, we take her another thing, and then another person orders the same kind of pancakes. So we're like... Oh, well, not anymore, Michael, because it is closed. Um, but so, Harvest Grated Nut Pancakes, we get rid of. We're like, okay, the cook was like, I'm going to dump out the batch because they all taste like soap. Oh. So, it starts getting busier. It starts getting busier. Everybody who orders pancakes, they're saying the same thing. So, they decide, the, <laughs> the cook decides to dump all okay. the batter. How hard was it to make batter? It's pancakes. Well, they pre-make it every morning because when you get busy, you don't have time to make a bunch of batter. Sure. 
so that's just how it works. So they would make shit tons of batter for the whole weekend. Oh. So he he goes and makes a new batch of batter, and it's still not working. So we think there's something wrong with the batter that was sent to us from corporate. Uh, you're all you're all. This pancake tastes like it's made with baby batter. Mm. <laughs> Oh, gross. Um, but so by the time our manager gets there the next morning, because of course he's not our general manager was there during the day, he is livid because all of the pancake batter for the weekend had been dumped out. International house of of pancakes. Pancakes. And that's and that's what he yelled at us. He's like, Do you guys realize this is the international house of fucking pancakes? not denny's (laughs) yeah (laughs) so he checks the griddle because he had been working at ihop for so long that he knew exactly what had happened they had used the wrong kind of soap to clean the griddle (sighs) and it soaked into the pores of the griddle and those cooks were all fired that day Because it was thousands of dollars of pancake batter. Plus, we had to comp so many people's meals because their pancakes tasted like soap at the International House of Fucking Pancakes. Excuse me. But we also couldn't have waffle either. Why? Because same batter. But that wouldn't have mattered because the waffle goes in a waffle line. It doesn't go on the But he dumped all the batter. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) <laughs> excuse me guys tell me what the name of this restaurant is, is House of bacon no. it's fucking pancakes pancake you you're out wow that was my worst day that was probably my worst shift ever I in have, service industry i could tell tasty free stories for a whole episode of this show <laughs> Uh, do you Smiley's got to have a worse story? You got to have a, wor- a bad story, not a worse, but bad. Um, in general, I never really cared about my jobs enough to like really get upset about it. <laughs> I like how you, you say that after you told us earlier that they won't hire you because you're, you're too qualified. Now you're like, I don't really give a fuck about working. Well, people like <laughs> to put me in positions of, of I'm very calm under stressful situations because I don't care. Yeah, and it appears yeah. that I'm competent. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. So I get lots of management positions, training uh, positions. So, like, my resume is amazing, yeah. right? But it's all—it all comes from a, a complete like apathy. I'm like, eh. Oh man. Listen, how many meals you have a day? Sorry, this one sucked. I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. You'll forget about it. You'll you you'll yeah, tell. It'll be fine. Here's a comp. I'll give you. You want a dessert? Here, I'll just give you a drink. You'll feel better. J. Luke Schmaltz says, I've been out of the service industry for four years, and I still have nightmares. Yeah. Yeah. Same. So, um, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll um, I'll, I still have I still have some bad ones, though. Um, I've been in some situations where mm-hmm. uh, it's – especially in fine dining, mm. where part of your job is just to let that customer yell at you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just let them do it. Just take just, it. Just, just yell and yell. Just just. Doesn't matter. Oh. Anything's your fault, anyone's fault, doesn't matter. So I had a guy yell at me for 15 minutes straight, made a huge thing, didn't want to talk to anyone else. I tried to get management involved, just wanted to yell at me for 15 minutes straight. 
Cool. I'll tell him. I, I, and then and then when you see him out in public, you beat the shit out of him. Oh, no, no, no. The idiot paid with a credit card, so I still have his name. I have a, Honestly, I have an awesome story about confronting a person who who got me in trouble <laughs> at a place, and I, fa- I, saw, I found them later. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we have. Yeah, okay. So I was an assistant manager at a Pizza Hut in Portales, right? And this guy calls in and he wants this. So the local news, the local uh, college newspaper, rent, we had a we had a coupon going, and it ended. Well, they didn't take it out of the paper. They just moved it over without charging us again because we didn't want it. It was over. And they, you know, I guess they just needed to fill the space. So they just moved it over. And the coupon's no good anymore. But they, you know, but it didn't say that on the coupon. But we, you know, we didn't renew it. The paper just ran it. Oh so, no. <clears throat> so this guy calls in and he's like, Yeah, I want this. And I'm like, Yeah, we don't have that anymore. And he's like, What well, was in the new uh uh whatever Greyhound press or whatever fucking Eastern New Mexico thing. And I was like, well, they were not actually supposed to run that. And he's like, well, I take business classes and I know that you're supposed to, if you, if you advertise something, then you're supposed to, you know, honor it. And I was like, well, that's the thing. We didn't advertise that the newspaper chose to run it, even though we didn't pay for it. So that's not on us. Now, hindsight, should I just have just done it? Oh, big deal. It's not my money. But the guy was such a dickhole on the phone. (laughs) I just fucking dug in my heels and said no. (laughs) And so he fucking emails corporate. They send a fax to my boss. And my boss, you know, calls me in. She's like, what happened? So I tell her. And she's like, you should have just gave him the coupon. And so I tell her, like, we're pretty good friends. I was like, well, he was such an asshole on the phone. I dug in and I said, fuck him. So he keeps emailing corporate. So my boss, like they like they tell her like that I need to apologize and she needs to like make it right. So she ends up sending him like a, a fucking gift certificate. And she's like, I want, you know, they want you to apologize. And I was like, mm, no, you'd have to fire me. Fuck him. <laughs> and uh so I never do, and I never get fired. So it's a town of 13,000 people. <laughs> I have his fucking name. I ask around. I'm like, who is this guy? And they're like, oh, that guy's a he's a fucking snarky asshole. And I even talked to my other friend who owns the Domino's in town. And he's like, oh yeah, that guy called in one time. I guess he like he like t- you know, he he's a he was a grad student. And in his his business classes, he would teach people how like to get free stuff from places. Oh, <laughs> he was one of those fuckheads. So it's funny because like my buddy owned the Domino's franchise. I was the assistant manager of the Pizza franchise in town. So he called my buddy one time for Domino's. This is kind of shit Eddie was, and he's like, "Yeah, I want to order this many like pizzas for the event, and uh, I want to pay like eight dollars a pizza." And my friend was like, "No." Well, I'll give them to you for 10. And he's like, let me talk to your manager. And he's like, uh, well, I'm I'm the owner of the franchise. And he's like, well, let me talk to who's over you. And he's like, um, God? <laughs> like, he's like, are you going to talk to God? I don't know, you know how that's going to work for you. So then I find out who he is. I look at, this is pre-internet. 
I look him up and I find him. I find out who he is. One night, there's one bar in town. James went with he went there with me, Goobers. One night I'm in that, I'm in that bar, and people know. I've told this story to a bunch of people, so they all know. So my friend rolls up and he's like, Hey, that dude who almost got you fired, that's him right over there. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> so I walk up to him and I'm like, Hey, are you blah blah blah? And he's like, and I say it all nice. And he's like, Yeah. And I was like, Guess who I am? And I'm a big guy. I'm 6'2", I'm 260, right? Now, I was probably then about 240, but I'm a big guy, right? Would you guys not say that? Yeah. Yes. James like 5'4", and he's like <laughs> 130 pounds. And, uh, and I go, and he goes, yeah, who are you? And I go, I'm the motherfucker you tried to get fired from Pizza Hut. <laughs> And he's like, oh, oh, don't judge me. I'll call the police. And he like leaves and runs away from the bar. And I never saw that dude again. <laughs> and you know what? That's how when you're trying to get free shit and you almost get someone fired, sometimes they come and looking for you. Yep. <laughs> I lost a fine dining job for knocking a dude out. Yes. <laughs> hey, Luke Schmaltz, you're punk rock. I appreciate I that. I like it. Yeah. I'm into it. Fuck. Fuck. You know what? If you're a fucking customer... Awesome. If someone, here's how I am. I am the nicest person to service industry people always. I will not tell you if you fucked up my food unless it just <laughs> uneatable. Because I don't or want to. I'm allergic to something in it. I will tell them that. And I'll apologize to them. I'll be like, yeah. I, 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 I hate to do this. But like, I don't, A, I don't want your spit in, in my food. <laughs> you know? B, I don't want your 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 Fumunda cheese in my food. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I I know the struggle, and we all know the struggle on the show. Yeah. And oh, the, the but that's also like when you go on a date with somebody, that is an, mm. an indicator of what type of human being they are. I once had a a guy on a date. He didn't realize I was a bartender at the time. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and he decides to sit at the bar, which I was like, bonus points. I love that. I love sitting at a bar to eat. Okay. Um, I like hanging out with a bartender sometimes. Um, uh, so I was like, okay. And he did the thing where he put 10 ones on the bar no. and would take a dollar away. And I no. took a 20 out of my purse, gave it to the bartender and I was like, I want to close out the tab. I'll pay for it. Here's the 20. You're probably going to have to deal with this guy the rest of the night, but I could not sit there. I was like, no, there's no way. And he was like, no, that's how you keep them accountable. No. (laughs) They're not not your slaves. No, don't do that to people. That's terrible. That is the worst. That is the worst. Mm -hmm. I, I, I like, uh, Went on a date. This is back when the Blackbird was open. Went on a date with this girl. And not only on the date did she tell me how she would had been in jail for a while, but then like I took her to the Blackbird, like where I knew all the people, and she was just like, she immediately, like whenever they came over and asked, she was just like immediately like, I'll have a beer. And then was like, oh, these fucking servers. And I was like, have you been here before? And she's like, no, but I mean, I can just tell their asshole. And I was like, I know these people. You seem to be the asshole. Also, you can't just tell that somebody's an asshole. Mm. Okay, dokie. 
I don't know. But be nice to your be nice to service people. I like how I like how it took a fucking pandemic for people to be like, we should treat service people well. And I'm like, we should actually tip them pretty good. Really? You should have been doing that all along. Right. Because these are the people that handle the food that you're eating. And not only that, but it's not a fucking easy job. No. I mean, it, it's fun if you enjoy it, but uh, trust me, for every good customer you get, you get 10 bad ones. Right, right. <laughs> and you could be the nicest person in the world, and there's just some people who, here, here's, here's for, for all of you like people out there who've never worked in the service industry, let me put something into perspective for you. For every customer that comes in and does like what society agrees on is the exact exchange that like should happen at a restaurant or a bar. There's about 5% that come in who are complete wackadoo maniacs. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do or say to make those people happy ever, (laughs) you know, ever. You know, am I wrong on that? No, no, no. At that point, you just you have to focus on yourself and see how much fun you can have with these idiots. There's that. (laughs) There's that. Mm -hmm. First of all, if you go into a place by yourself late in the evening and sit there and read a book, fuck you, (laughs) because you're taking up someone's real estate, basically. You have a surf- Unless you're actually drinking or eating, that how, is totally fine. How often does that happen? <laughs> I've if you're having it, cocktails um, at a bar, it happens a lot. So yeah. when, I, okay, when I worked at Pizza Hut, this dude would come in and get a small pan pizza and a soda and stay for three hours reading. Oh, okay, that's that's you, not you know, cool. Someone's real estate. So that's a table that someone for the night has been given. Yeah. And you're just you're taking you're taking money from them now. Right. And I say the same thing. So, OK, we're in the middle of covid and I'll go over to this coffee shop to get a coffee to go. <laughs> and there's several people during covid sitting in there writing a script, doing some homework for hours. Little cup of coffee. Yeah, that's bullshit. You're an asshole. And if you do that, you're an asshole. Sorry, you're you're taking up the little real estate that they have to make money. You know, do something cool like tip by the hour. Your server comes by. You've been here another hour. Here's another five bucks. Sorry. If you get one coffee, you stay for an hour. You're an asshole. I don't know. That's how I feel about it. I hate those campers that sit there and just take up all of your real estate, and you can't make any money. Like if I was if I owned a coffee shop, I would be like. Yeah, you you know, because like here's here's what I uh, like. I'll say this, and then we'll we'll in the in in the hour. So sister bar, it's COVID. They have like a small patio, so you go there. They have, they seat you, and th- they've stopped doing this. But whenever they because they can do inside now, yeah, they just had the patio. They were like, okay, you can. We have food, we have drinks, but we have a forty five minute limit on the table. And I had no fucking qualms with that. Right. Because, you know, not, don't sit here for fucking three hours drinking a beer and reading a book or with your laptop out. 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just angry today, I guess. Obviously. I'm just Clearly. Mad, mad at the world. It's mad. I'm trying to get it out of my system, guys. Is that okay? That's fine. That's fine. That's, that's, that's what fine. I said. Like with with bad customers, you just have to you have to think about yourself and see how much fun you can have with them. Right. I had a customer that I convinced that it was the wrong season for green chili because they grew on these trees, right? <laughs> and that the cicadas had come out and kind of ruined the orchards. And they're like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "Yeah, that's right. That's why we don't have green chili." <laughs> no, no, that's not right. Of it. Not that the fucking truck didn't come today, but whatever. <laughs> uh, so I want to. I guess I could. Yeah. yeah just have to have fun. Have yeah. fun with those mean customers. It's just I'll... like doing like a, a dance performance or anything else. They don't know it's real. Yeah, I want. <laughs> I want to preface this for the second hour. For the second hour. We are going to start a new segment based off of a picture that I had on Facebook. And it was, uh, I, I took this picture on the corner of uh, 7th and Central. And I'm holding a sign that says, Real Shitty Advice, $1. So oh, yeah. if you guys want to ask us for advice, we will give you some real shitty advice in the second hour. So come up with your questions that uh, you need answered, but not in a good way. Because <laughs> it it will be advice you do not want to take. I'm assuming it's true. So. It's advice that would only work for me, which wouldn't right. work for anyone else. Right. <laughs> so, uh, Holly, Andy, have anything to promote? Um. Well, mm. I, for the first time in about a year, have something kind of to promote. Um. The first week of May. Idiot Revolution will be back. So the open, the Monday open mic will be back. It'll be limited capacity, mm -hmm. limited sign up, but we are back, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. And it will not be in Founders. It will be at Inside Out. You're, we're all we can have four comedians and three people <laughs> watching. <laughs> and if you do not laugh, you'll be asked to leave after thirty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we threw out all the pancake batter. <laughs> all of it. All gone. Because it tastes like soap. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, should I ask them? I was like, yeah, they, I'm sure they're... They, and they were like, they were all excited. They had already planned on it, I think, is what Brandon told Yeah, me. I think so, too, because they were just like, we would love to whenever you guys are ready, so... Yeah, that's dope. So, Smiley, what you got coming out? Uh, any, any, any movies? Uh, yeah, we'll skip all my usual stuff. I'm sure you can find me on that. Uh, new stuff coming out? Uh, on the uh, May 21st, uh, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead and is coming out. What happened with uh, they had a trailer? There's a trailer out. There's a trailer out. And, and eagle eyed people couldn't see me in it. I found myself already. You found so it in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> so it's confirmed. I am in that movie. So if you guys want to send in after the movie comes out, whoever finds me in the first, yeah. we can give you, we can send you a little prize. Yeah. And I know for a fact I am in it now. <laughs> what, what else you got? You got anything else uh, Tendrick Minimum related uh, hanging out over there where you're at, maybe? Oh, are you talking about I got us some uh, some grocery bags? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? I don't know. Maybe. I did. I got you, me, and Holly a test batch for grocery bags. Look, do you have them? Can you show them? Can you put them up? Um, I have to get it from the other room. Oh, well, bring, it back, bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. It's like our. 
But right, uh, we have um, 10 minimum grocery bags. Cool. Because we're old. <laughs> I needed new grocery bags. No, it's so good. I, figured I... I wanted to get a test batch going. They're yeah. pretty good. I got one for each of you. Nice. Come on. Thanks, James. That's awesome. That's very cool. Um, so, yeah. So, Zach's, the, that movie, like, I'm not excited about a lot of stuff coming out. It looks that amazing. That movie looks dope, man. If you haven't seen the trailer for Army of the Dead, it looks awesome. Looks I'm going to have to look that up because awesome. James is in the oh. trailer. Oh, no, no. Let's talk. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about it in the second hour a little bit because the trailer is so funny because it has two huge Albuquerque landmarks right in the trailer right away. And <laughs> that's not even me. One of them is hilarious. <laughs> one of them is hilarious. Hilarious. And, and like, I hope it explodes because of this movie. Hopefully. Anyway, um, I do a show called, other than this, called What's Up ABQ. Uh, check that out. Uh, we're also members of the Brellas Podcasters Guild. So go to the BrellasPodcastersGuild.com and you can check out all kinds of podcasts. Um, if you're into true crime, there's one called True Consequences. It's awesome. My boy Eric. And when he was, you know, he was little, his little brother got murdered. And he recently got uh, good news that they're going to reopen the case, mm -hmm. brother. And that's fucking amazing. So go check out True Consequences on all, anywhere you can find um, podcasts. Um, we're live here. Ooh, let me pull this up real quick. We're live here on Sunday nights. Um, from 6 to 8 p.m. You can check us out on all the social media. So add us everywhere. I mean, just Google. I mean, I hate explaining to people, like, like why do people stop using Google? You know? I don't know? They're like, these people like come on Facebook and they're like, can you guys tell me what a good carrier is to use for cell phones? <laughs> and it's like, would, the, would Google not have helped you with that? You know? A search engine? If they just no. want personal opinions. Right. I guess so. But I mean, you know. It I've, would... been T -Mobile. I've been with T-Mobile since it was voice stream. So mm -hmm. 22 yeah. years. Yeah. I've never had a different service. Nerd. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Um, and we'll be back with the second hour with our shitty advice for anybody that wants to hand it out. And then also we'll tell, uh, we'll talk about the trailer for uh, Army of the Dead. So you guys hang out. Uh, so James and I are drinking alcohol. Holly Ann is drinking faux alcohol, right? Yeah. And you should also drink as well. But always remember, <laughs> never get too drunk to jerk. 10drinkminimum.com. Nice. So, Chris, what are we going to talk about for season three of What's a Baby Q? Well, Ryan, you see that guy screaming on the bus? Find out on the show. Ooh, I love that guy. Or how about a real live alien? Ooh, that's cool. How about a dairy farmer? How about a talking chili? How about a fireman? Ooh, how about just two hours of beer pouring into a can? A statue. A streetcar. An art bus. <laughs> Several art buses. Catch What's Up ABQ, a new episode every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and on most of your favorite podcatchers. Hey, this is Chris from uh, 10 Drink Minimum. Um, you know, I'm getting up there in age, and, uh, you know, sometimes you, you, you don't feel so good, so you got to go to the doctor, and sometimes when you're at the doctor, you got to get, they got to send out for lab tests, and, uh, 
you know, I was thinking, hey, Next you know, bike, what if I didn't have to go to the doctor in, like, and I could just get the go. lab tests? And, and that's why I wanted to talk to you today tries, about it, Southwest it, it, Labs. Ooh. Uh, Southwest Labs is located oh in Albuquerque, God, New Mexico. Um, and they actually can... make the, the lab testing simple. You can skip the hassle, make an appointment with, with your doctor or without your doctor. They offer a huge variety of tests, including uh, STD, prostate screenings, diabetes, COVID-19 testing, which is, you know, a big deal right now. Um, just, you know, uh, choose your test, get tested, get the results, and uh, you can get an, a doctor's interpretation virtually as well. Uh, Southwest Labs is located in Albuquerque and Las Cruces. Uh, you can call them at 505-609-LABS, or you can visit southwestlabs.com, or you can find them on social media uh, at Southwest Labs. So if you want to get lab testing done and you may not want to see a doctor or you want to see one virtually, Southwest Labs. Dot com. And we're back from the weeby hour. I think maybe everyone's here. Let me pull everybody back in. Welcome back. Whoa. You didn't tell us you'd just be rubbing, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to. This is nugget. I was gonna say rubbing rubbing your pussy on the on the camera and people all listening to the podcast are like, What? <laughs> he wanted to say hi. Oh, mine's in the house freaking out. Oh Nugget pretty much follows me everywhere and he likes to be part of everything I do. Also, my other cat is probably in labor right now, so Oh well. Uh. We'll see. My cat is so small. <laughs> have you seen? Have you seen my, if you look at my profile picture, you will see. My, I'm obsessed I, with your cat. I have a brand new kitten. His name is Dylan Cat. Dylan the cat. He is a damn mess from the get go. <laughs> he he is was the runt of the litter, and the lady said he is the most outgoing of all of them. Aww. Uh, he is like, you know, he's already met a bunch of people and the first time he met someone, not me, he was a little scared. And then the next time, like, he was just like, whatever, other people, cool. I'll attack them as well as I attack you. <laughs> Cause he's all about attack. He's over, overly dramatic, which is fair. Cause that's me, <laughs> you know, fair enough. You know, like he runs out and he jumps like, like, I'm going to kick your ass. But he's like this big. You know, he's so <laughs> so tiny. We have we kept the runt of mama's last litter. Her name is Baby Cat. Oh. And she is also like that. She's she's the toughest one we have. Yeah. Just you know, it's I like runt runt animals, runt dogs. Or runt, you know, I just do. I don't know why. And like when they told I was like hoping, I was like, oh, I hope I get the runt. I think I told James that. Did I tell you that? I hope I got the runt one. I don't know if it I did. think you did. <laughs> yeah, James and I made the trek to Almogordo last week. Yeah, and so we we had a lot of talking time going on. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't just comatose like I usually am. No, he wasn't. He didn't like just pass out sleeping. I think it, the van was too loud with the road noise. It wouldn't help. <laughs> but uh, in the wavy Billy hour, we're gonna we're gonna try something new that I. Th- you know, kind of came about organically. 
we're gonna take uh we're gonna ooh, did it not pop up? Oh, I don't want that to ticker. How do I take that off there? Nope, let me change that. We're gonna take your we're gonna give you shitty advice. <laughs> okay. You ask us questions and we'll give you shitty advice. Let me see if I can pull this up. Share my screen because we have the cool StreamYard thing here going. Uh, There it is. Boom. Shitty advice. Oh, did it go away? There it is. Let me react. There it is. Everything's running slow on my computer right now. I don't know what's happening here. I need to fix it, I guess. What's that new cat? (laughs) What's that new cat? He's fucking up the computer. He's draining on the Wi-Fi, man. Didn't you know that (laughs) they take Wi-Fi service? (laughs) There it is. Yeah. So this picture I posted on as my in, as my uh, Facebook uh, profile and people loved it. So I was like, let's give some people some real shitty advice. So I've made some really shitty mistakes in my life. So I feel like I give the best shitty advice. Oh man. Well, do you need any advice that James and I could give you real shitty advice, maybe to get the ball rolling here? Okay. Um. <clears throat> Okay, so so I'm asking you a question for shitty advice, correct? Well, uh, what's the well, best way to raise a son? Go. Oh, geez, raise a son. Yeah. Well, first of all, first of all, you want to watch a lot of action films with okay. him. You know. Okay. It's always a good idea, right? You know? <laughs> oh, and and mm-hmm. and, you know, the boy child of the man race you want to ignore as most as much as possible okay okay completely ignore so make him feel completely unloved and only show him movies with violence yeah okay also it's really really important that they know how to throw a rock correctly oh yeah everyone will make fun of them yeah you don't want your you don't want your little boy getting made fun of because he doesn't know how to throw a rock right and you want to a window and it just bounces off everyone's gonna laugh at him (laughs) And you want to teach you want to teach the man child of the human race proper firecracker etiquette. And when I say that, okay. like when you go when you go to the firecracker establishment, <laughs> you don't want those smoke bombs or sparklers. You want cannons, lots and lots of cannons. You know. And then whenever he's like, "Please show me how to use these," go no, read the label and send them out into the world. <laughs> wow also also when you're gonna th- when you're gonna throw like a firecracker in the air this is also very important when you think you should throw it wait another half second yeah because you don't want that hitting the ground before oh, it yeah. goes off again all the other kids are gonna call you a pussy you know hearing okay. hearing is overrated your hearing comes back it does <laughs> okay Whatever. fair 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 yeah so i mean you know i guess i guess i should preface this like this whole I'm giving you actual advice. I just my advice is really shitty. Right. I, I, that, that whole <laughs> it's like I'm going to preface this whole like segment that uh, we we do not condone anything that we say. <laughs> so, give us ask us your questions and we will give you uh, the shitty, shitty advice. advice. Was that was that shitty advice? I mean, <laughs> yeah. And then oh, I have another one. I have another okay. One. When your child is like upset and uh, crying, just make sure mm-hmm. you man up. Boys don't cry. Boys don't <laughs> cry. Man up. Yeah, that's the shitty advice I grew up with. Yeah. 
<laughs> when Donnie Gay won seven-time bull riding champion, you didn't think he didn't man up? Damn. See? <laughs> I'll tell him that yeah. as a newborn. Just he'll start crying as a newborn, and I'll be like, shut up, man up, buttercup. Up? Hey, 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 pussy. Why you crying? <laughs> Why you crying? As you bust open a uh, Coors Tall Boy. <laughs> <laughs> and smoke a cig. I just put some whiskey in his breast milk. Oh, fuck me. Just rub no, it. You rub it on their gums. Yeah. Yeah. Shitty advice. <laughs> that's that's the kind of shitty advice you guys can uh, uh, get from us. What's <laughs> is not something you should actually do. <laughs> I have done all of these things. Real shitty advice. <laughs> And actually, something I threw in there was actually something that was told to me when I was a kid. So, <laughs> yeah, this is uh, real shitty advice. Real this is shitty, shitty advice I've heard, and so, you can get it back from me. So, ask us anything you want, and we will give you real shitty advice. Super shitty advice. So, uh, while we're waiting for questions to come in, have you guys heard of this April twenty fourth thing? No. I mean, wait a, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. So, there's a different date. In April, other than the twentieth. Yes, uh, this year there is. Yes. Okay, go for and it. It's terrifying. Okay. It's a TikTok trend where, um, uh, they they are saying that. I want to be careful how I say this. Okay. Um, it's a national day for carrying out rape and sexual assault on women. Wait, what? What the fuck? Yeah. Talk about somebody just sent this to me. Okay. Um, so it's a TikTok trend. So if you see anybody joking about April 24th, fuck them. Punch them in the face. Yeah. That's not shitty advice. That's real. Punch someone. That's real advice. Hit them in the face. But my friend just texted me about it. She was like, you should bring it up on the show just in case. I have just in case like your kids are saying anything about it or you know uh oh hold on let me yeah that's someone says that's why i hate that app i mean not everything on that app is like that so no but like yeah that that's that's like an that's like when your parents are like all all metal music is devil worshiper which (laughs) which it was but whatever you know i think it's just you know probably some idiot thought it would be funny and it's not funny so no fuck no Oh, I, I have uh, another thing. We okay. were uh, we were we were teasing. Yeah, no, no, I I go for it. Here's uh, a lovely bag. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold that up, James. Hold that up. Keep holding. Let me, boom. Let me pull this banner back real quick. Bam! Look at that. And there that's, we go. Uh, and that's the Tendrick minimum trash bag. No, this is a. <laughs> oh, look at the handles! Yeah, thing. this is it's how. For, uh, this is how you know I'm old. I'm all. Ooh, look at the handles. It's <laughs> it's for groceries. This is not uh, spray on or anything. This is part of the material, so that it'll never fade. It'll always say it's Hendrick Minimum on it. We really need to get a merch store going, right? People I'm are. Working gonna, I've working had so many people that are like, when I wear the hoodie, people are like, "Where do I get one of those hoodies, man?" And I'm like. Uh, those were kind of a gift for uh, like the <laughs> James is wearing. Here, hold on. Let me. I'm gonna do that again. I'm gonna make you solo again, James. So, I for Christmas I bought James and Holly Ann and myself Tendrick minimum hoodies. Can you show the back of it? 
James, you're going to model here and put the hoodie on. Look at that. Tendrick Minimum podcast since 2006. Um, so those hoodies, how, like, James, you're a, ho- a hoodie aficionado, yes? Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, I have a bunch of them. So what, <laughs> compared to your other hoodies, what is the quality of that hoodie? Um, it's above average. Above average. Uh, this, this is, uh, I mean, if it's really cold out, I'd have to put a jacket over it. But, but like, the Tendrick minimum on the front is not a, like, uh, what do you call it? It's embroidered, dude. It's awesome. embroidered. It's embroidered on the breast. Now the back is uh, what do you call that? <laughs> I'm just terrible. Silk right screen. Silk screen, but the front is not silk screen. It's embroidered, and it's the it's- the strings are like thick. Yeah. Oh yeah. I th- I like that. It's actually my favorite hoodie. It's like su- not just because it has all. It's my- super soft. Yeah. My favorite. This is always got to have a hoodie. It's got a zip in the front. Oh, I don't so, like the pullovers, man. Oh, pullovers are pullovers are for trash and nerds. That's just what. Gotta have a zipper on the front, man. I'm just kidding on that. But like, I can't. I'm not a. Yeah, I can't do the pullover. I'll tell you why. Because I'm a fatty, and like when I have the pullover on and it gets too warm and I'm within a bunch of people, I got to pull it off. My shirt comes up and my guts all out, and I'm just embarrassed. <laughs> I'm like, what kind of? Who thought of this? You know, some skinny model type. Just, I'm just know. really vain. I don't want it to fuck up my hair. No, fuck yeah. It fucks up your hair. You know, yeah. right now, I have a hard time with a lot of my pullover hoodies. Yeah. Because of drugs? They're not as good. <laughs> no, not because of drugs. <laughs> because I have a human being growing in my stomach, and I have, like, a huge... Belly. Parasites. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huge parasites. I, I saw this thing on the Imager and I wish I would have downloaded it and sent it to you. I should have. And it was like <laughs> different pictures. It was like a woman smoking and then she was pregnant and like they showed like the baby inside and the baby was smoking. And then the, next, the next picture was a woman drinking and then the baby was in the belly drinking. And they're all, someone underneath is all, what a way to say that your baby's, <laughs> that your baby's going to be born cool as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I was like, that's pretty dope. So we, we teased in the first hour. So again, ask us for advice and we will give you in this wavy hour. I, I think this will be one of those things where like we won't just have a segment. If you just want to ask us, hey, I need some shitty advice and ask us. We will give you shitty advice. I know that Buck from the Buck and Dex podcast or the Buck and or the Buck and Friends show, I think is what it's called now. Uh he wants to come on. And actually, do shitty advice for people as well. Oh, I like that. Uh, yeah, we might have a special like Buck, you know, gives shitty advice show. But uh, that would be great. We did tease something else from um, the first hour. So the the trailer for uh, Army of the Dead was oh, clearly, yes. clearly filmed here. So in the trailer, there's like two major Albuquerque landmarks in a like in the first like. 10 seconds of the yeah, could you just throw like can you show that the first 10 seconds of the trailer? Oh fuck yeah, okay. Have you seen it, Holly? You haven't seen it? I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. It's like instantaneous. Oh. You're all I know where this is at. Yeah, both of them, both <laughs> of them. One of them is funny. Like it's like, oh shit, yeah. Uh is it this one? Hold on, let me make sure which one it is. I love this trailer, by the way. It's fan fucking testing. Yeah. I, I, I'm looking forward to it. Like after I saw the trailer, I mean, I had so much fun. I spent an entire summer filming it. 
Let me get. I forgot about it, and I saw the trailer, and I was like, "Oh God, that looks amazing!" All right, so let's <laughs> share my screen here. If you're from Albuquerque and you don't know these two locations, you might want to not say you're from Albuquerque. Maybe yeah, get out, get out <laughs> a little more. Yeah, but these are, and and it's like these are iconic. Like there's the first oh one. Oh my right? god! Yeah, it just it just it starts so, there with Lucky Boy. Yeah. He's like working in the Lucky Boy, which is ridiculous. Mr. <laughs> like like there's a white guy working at Lucky Boy and an Asian man walking in. <laughs> and here's the next one. Coming up. We were both so we took turns of staring out the window at the nope, darkness. Nope. The boredom overtook. Pull back from there. Yeah. He began to speak. He said, "Son, there, I'm- there it is." <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That's great. Uh-huh. I'm gonna watch this whole trip. So, is this a Netflix thing? Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited. It's, so yeah, it's- uh, it's the largest. It's it's the largest budget Netflix movie that they've ever produced. Yeah. That's so cool. I love Zack Snyder, so I'm stoked. Oh, and, and, and I'm stoked for you. I love Jane. that. I love that they filmed at the Lucky Boy. I just want to yeah. know. I just want to know what those negotiations were like. <laughs> <laughs> have you? Okay. First of all, I know James has been there. I of have course, for you, sure been there. My dad okay. lives right around the corner from there. For anyone that doesn't live in Albuquerque, you might want to describe what Lucky Boy is. So Lucky, Lucky Burger. Boy. Lucky Boy Burger. Lucky Boy is a fusion of mm-hmm. it is it is a a bad Chinese restaurant fused with a hamburger restaurant. And and when I say bad Chinese, I mean good. Like, like yeah. Like hole in the wall. Yeah. But delicious. Yeah. Like you can get a is it a chow mein burger? Uh it's a it's not chow mein, it's uh. um <laughs> oh, it starts with an F. It's, oh, a, it's a Chinese hamburger joint. Yeah, but yeah. like it's so weird. Yeah, but like they—it's been there forever. In, in the I late... have to Google what that burger is because that's gonna bug me all. God dang it! Um, and this is so awful. Like when when me and my friends were teenagers, we if we wanted to go there, we'd say, oh. "Are you fearing oh. Rocky?" Uh, oh my god! We all. Yeah, we're very rocky, and we all go over. So, it, 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 and I and I hate yeah, and that's terrible that you like like you kind of cut out a little bit of James, but what you did. So there's a lady that I think she owns it, and when you walk in, she talks like that. Yeah, and you're uh-huh. and you're like, so like it was really funny because like the first time I ever went there, I really wanted to go, and uh, we walked egg, in. Egg foo yun burger. That's it. And it's That's, so good. Yeah. And Sorry. like we walk in. No, we walk in. And I'm not trying to be a stereotype. This is how she talks. She's all, you here for a balloon fiesta? And I was like, no. I live here. And she's like, oh, okay. And it is like not a clean place. It's not like it, it's a dive. It is an absolute shitty dive. It's so good, though. But the mm-hmm. fuck, yeah, the fucking hamburgers like it's you, you can get um 
the egg food young burger and then like some noodle like it's weird it's yeah. weird, but it's great it is such an you odd... get some wontons yeah i think i've been eating there since i was 14 oh i found the menu i think damn it i threw like i threw uh tea all over my, my screen yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't i don't want to be stereotypical but that is honestly how she sounds she does and, and when we wanted when we wanted to go there, we'd go, hey guys, are you fearing Rucky? And we all, yes, let's go to Lucky Burger. Jesus, James. Uh, but no. It was <laughs> the 90s, okay? Come on. I know, I know. Avocado sandwich. Wow. I'm looking at the the this isn't the Lucky Boy menu, is it? Oh, that's in Pasadena. The Albuquerque. Let's see. Al- it was like avocado sandwich. I don't have an I don't avocado sandwich. I don't know fucking I don't that lady wouldn't know. You know, and she's like cooking in a wok, and then like she has a wok and a grill, mm-hmm. and, and that's that plate. Like he's like cooking on that grill in the trailer, and so it's fucking amazing to see that. You know, just to open I, the trailer with it too. I'm like, you, oh yeah. Did you work with Batista, James? Did I? Yeah. No, I didn't even see him on set. I didn't know he worked on the mm-hmm. movie until. Uh, he's like the main. Uh, I guess not in all the scenes. I worked with that guy from uh, the scenes I was in. The guy I was always seen was um, oh, I can't. I love that they do the Kenny Rogers in that whole uh, uh, on that trailer. Like they do the they do the gambler. You know mm-hmm. that song is like it's so funny. Like growing up as a kid, I always thought that like country music was terrible, and that like Kenny Rogers was trash. You know, and sucked. And then as an adult, like you listen back to that song and it's super dark, you know, it is a super dark song. And it's like the way they sing it, they, they use it in that trailer. All right. I'm just going to pull something up. I can't find the menu for you. Lucky boy. But uh, it's so funny that that's what they were like. Let's use this fucking restaurant. And she, you know, did they film it during the pandemic or was it before? Uh, we filmed that two years ago. Oh, so they had to ask that lady to not be open. They, they had to pay her. Oh, yeah. For sure. oh yeah they always pay they always pay when they close your business yeah and so you kind of give them an, a sonata i know that I, here's what i know like talking to a local business owner you have to like give them an idea of what money they would lose and of course they always inflate it you know <laughs> lucky boy so i hope that that place explodes because it, it becomes like a breaking bad kind of situation because like that place is such a neat, like, it's so funny. Like, you'll talk to people about Albuquerque and you start talking about, like, local places to eat. And people are like, you know, this place and that place, like, Manny's, blah, blah, blah. And then someone will go, Lucky Boy. And everybody goes, Lucky Boy. I <laughs> love Lucky Boy. And everybody's eaten there, like, once at least. All right. I've eaten there a bunch because my dad lives right near there. Oh, so man. I want to eat I there. Grew up in, I grew up in that neighborhood. Oh, so, man. yeah. Uh, at least once a week. Like we had, a, like I said, we had a code name. <laughs> that was the, that was the closest place to get burgers, where we all like hung out at that mm-hmm. park. Uh, wow, I'm trying to look, and uh, now I have the reviews. I'm trying to find the menu on here. Wow, why does she not have her menu? <laughs> they have a picture of the menu that's in the restaurant. If you look in images, that's how I figured out the egg fuyan burger. <laughs> but I can't get it to like get big. Yeah, lucky fried rice. Mm, she has, mm-hmm. you know, sweet and sour chicken. 
But the egg foo young, I want to see if there's any one star. Do you think there's any one star reviews on this? <laughs> Lucky four, boy. Four out, five, four out of five stars, you know. Lucky boy. But it looks exactly like it does in that fucking uh shot. Um yeah, oh, here we go. Not grimy it up or anything. That's not no, what it's inside it. It is grimy. Uh, here's a one star review. Cash only. So make make you wonder what's going on there. <laughs> what? <laughs> worst food in Albuquerque. Everything is from Costco. Bird's eye frozen veggies and everything they serve. Very rude old woman behind counter. Yeah, that's the owner. Restaurant is very dirty. Um, flies everywhere, but they spelled flies F L I S. <laughs> worst place to eat ever i i and friends will never return and and is a and d not amd uh, <laughs> worst review ever actually uh you're wrong first of all you're wrong there wasn't flies everywhere uh was the lady rude mm, she might have been but that's okay were you rude to her first i mean she really <laughs> <laughs> here we go here we go another one star review Called in to go order and was hung up on. <laughs> <laughs> Called back to verify the order was placed. Got got there and order was incorrect. I finally got my order of broccoli beef with fried rice. Why would you order that there, by the way? My there meal ended up being a California blend of frozen veggies and corn and cabbage added. Warmed up and added to slimy great chunks of beef that were size of fingernails. <laughs> this was added to white rice with soy sauce into a soupy wet mixture of reheated veggies. I couldn't eat it. It was inedible. I got a side of wontons and they were burnt. I ate, <laughs> I ate the least burnt wontons and now I'm out almost $8 for a meal that was inedible. First of all, $8. What, what is this guy complaining about? Here? All that food? Oh, yeah, that's why we went there. Right. Back of food and uh, I'm upset about it. Uh, somebody did put "Can't wait for Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead" shot at this cool place. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. So fun. I was like, when I was watching, the, as soon as I hit the trailer, I just started laughing. <laughs> I was like, and then they like like they show him in there cooking, and I was like, "There's a white guy cooking in the Lucky Boy," and then an Asian <laughs> man walked in. Like that does that that does not compute any fucking way, shape, or form. That is really funny, your uncle. <laughs> yeah. It, Lucky Boy is such a hipster fucking kind of place to go. It's so good, though. It's so great. I, I love it. Yeah. Uh, I lost $8 on food. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. God. Even <laughs> I, even at my poorest, $8 would have been like, it eh, eh. was $8. But it was, a, you know, you still would have ate it. Like, that's a lot of food, you know? That's like so. I would have so question, question both of you, because when Billy was on the show, I already know the answer from Billy. When you when you were at your poorest, how good was Ho Ho? (laughs) 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 So there's this place in Albuquerque. Um, There's like what two or three of them. There's three of them. Right, there's one right next to my house. Yeah, there's like three of them. For right people, who don't, it's called Ho Ho Chinese food, and and I want to say the word Chinese in like quotations. <laughs> it's probably Ho- safe. Yeah, yeah. Ho Ho Chinese food. 
is for like poor college students or just poor like people of that like age. And you go in like, and if I'm, if I'm, if I'm not doing this correctly, you guys stop me. You go in and they have like a buffet looking thing of food. And what you do is, is you, you, you go in and for like $5 and 25 cents or $5 and 75 cents, I don't know what it's at now. They take the clamshell white container. I think if it doesn't matter if you eat there, it doesn't matter if you take it with you. I think you get the same container either way. And you get two for five, like 25, let's say you get two meat items and then like a choice between like rice or lo mein. I always did a combination. And then do you get an egg roll or is that separate? It's been so long. It's been really long. I'm sorry. Is it two items or three? It's three. Sorry, it's three items. Three, yeah. I don't, three items. It three fills items up that whole thing. Yeah. So it's three items. Like you can get three entrees in the thing and then rice or lo mein. And I'd always do combination. And they fill this clamshell thing up so much they can barely shut it. <laughs> and it's like the food <laughs> is like. It takes filling. like this brick shape. Like once you <laughs> open it up, it takes the shape yeah. of the container. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And is it good Chinese food? No. No. Is it good enough Chinese food? Yes. <laughs> um, I got sick from Ho Ho one time. Yeah. That's Only once. That, you know, that's that's yeah. the that's that's the and then I couldn't the eat there anymore. That's the roll of the dice, Holly. Yeah. You know, am I gonna get sick this time, next time, or the time after? I mean how much food do I like? How much like you look at your budget? You're like, I have twenty dollars to last me for three days. Ooh, I'll go get some ho ho, <laughs> yeah. and that'll last me two days. I might get sick. Yeah, <laughs> but I can, yeah, but you're also like, I can go get ho ho. That yeah, the ho's will like uh, keep me in food for a couple of days, but I can also <laughs> go get some paps now. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Or 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 a shitty bottle of vodka to maybe not yeah. get sick. You know, and yeah. it's like. It's like you want some real shitty advice. Someone's like, ooh, I don't have very much money to last me. Ho-ho. Go <laughs> ho -ho. get yourself some ho-ho. Oh, man. Uh, you know what worked out? That <laughs> I am still – it's still one of my favorite places in town. Mm -hmm. Somebody told me to go eat at this all-you-can-eat um, sushi place. So you pay like 20 bucks cool. or something. But you and have you get oh, all-you-can-eat. Yes. And I was like, this has to be food poisoning central because who does that? It's even cheap. It's even cheaper if you go for lunch. Yeah. yeah. I figured out how they make their money. So uh, you order all this stuff, but you pay for what you don't eat. Right. You pay so, full yeah. price for that roll. So you have to eat it all. But it mm -hmm. is amazing sushi. It's good. And they have great service. Mm -hmm. That's the whole, yeah. I've, I've, I remember that. It's over on San Mateo, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh... I cannot wait to not be pregnant anymore so I can go eat sushi. Right here. Boom. That's sushi, sushi. Jen, yes. Yeah. Mike Mike Lucero, your uh, profile picture is creepy. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. You me out. Let yourself go a little bit, man. Uh, I have some non shitty advice to give people. Well, I don't know. It might be shitty. I don't know. So I uh I had some money in like I you know. 
a lot of people are investing in stuff like over COVID because, you know, you, you've been getting money from the government or whatever. So mm-hmm. I bought some Bitcoin. I had $150 worth of Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it would get like a dollar here or drop below what I paid. And so I was talking to one day to Chris Lurig, who's the, the, the distiller over at Safe House. He's been on this show several times. Actually, the last time he was on this show, which was a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dude, he's like, I got drunk and was playing video games and I bought a bunch of Dogecoin. Yeah, he talked about this. And now Hamster and I bought Dogecoin. When did you buy the Dogecoin? We bought it earlier this week. Have you looked? Oh, this week. Okay. Yeah. So I bought a hunt. So I ended up taking the 150 out of the Bitcoin. This is going to sound a little like nerdy, but I bought, <laughs> and, and I bought, I bought the Dogecoin at 0. 0.049 cents, mm-hmm. a little under a nickel. And I bought $150 worth. Then I ended up like a week later doing another 25. Okay. So this this cryptocurrency, it was a joke. It was a meme. Yeah. About it, you know, the dog, the Doge dog. And so I guess Elon Musk has latched onto the Dogecoin, right? Yep. And he's like to the moon. And the uh what do you call it? Dallas Mavericks now accept it. <laughs> $175 right now, two weeks later, is one thousand and forty dollars. Yeah, because <laughs> it jumped. At one point, it was like almost thirteen hundred dollars, because it's now thirty-two cents a coin, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's no cap on it, which is why it's so low. But I guess they're they're planning on capping it. So if you owned, it, so how did you? How much did you? I mean, you don't have to tell me. Did you guys invest? We, we got a hundred and sixty-five. Okay. Did it jump up quite a bit? Well, no, it went down. So hamster like freaked out because so we we got a little extra money. He did really well at work. He's been working his butt off, mm-hmm. and um, so he wanted to invest in something. And right. he asked me what I wanted to invest in, and I said Dogecoin. <laughs> I, I think you. I think you were right. So he and did it, what was it? What was the cost of it when you bought it? Uh. I don't know. I just told Hamster to put, so he was like, here, this is the amount of money I'm giving you, mm-hmm. 150 bucks, and I put it into Dogecoin. Mm-hmm. And so, then yesterday, it went down. Yeah. Like but, a lot. Well, but you're, that, no, it's it's back up again today. Is it? Okay. It's at uh, 32 cents right now. Oh, that's good. So if you, like, so I had my friend Josh, I was like, I told him about it. He bought it at 7 cents. And then our other friend, Tammy, I had her buy it when it was at 13 cents. Both of them are like, what the fuck? Because they're both, they both have like made, they've doubled their money already. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is, is, you know, Dogecoin, people need to like, we need to embrace the Dogecoin. I mean, yeah. so you, you, you did, you took $160. Yeah. So what happens, you know, if it fails, you lose $160. It'll be okay. fine. So, Here's why I'm like, and I'm not saying it's going to be Bitcoin. So Bitcoin <laughs> launched at eight cents. Bitcoin is now sixty something dollars. Yeah, coin. yeah. And I don't know. We we got to embrace the Doge, man. We, we got, got to. to this world. We got to, so within the last week, 
So within the last week, the Dogecoin went from being a joke to the number six currency in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Bam. (laughs) So I'm embracing it, man. I'm going to ride this uh, $175 worth of Dogecoin. I'm just going to let it ride. You know, I mean, I might like if it, you know, if I made a million dollars off it, I might be like, all right. (laughs) But you still, you know, if you, if you hold on to it, you have to hold on to it for at least a year, I think. Otherwise, yeah. you pay a grip load of taxes if you cash out. Yeah. So if I well, you, go ahead. And I've also seen people um, saying, because yesterday Hamster was freaking out because it went down. Nah. And he was like, why did we do this? And then I said, no, 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 just hang in there. It'll be fine. And I just saw a post that was like, please hold on to your Dogecoin. Don't just like dip out oh. and be a dick. <laughs> Don't be a doge dick, bro. Don't be a dick. Love the doge. Embrace the doge. Embrace the doge. Have I'm faith so in the doge. I'm so glad you guys bought Dogecoin. I know so many people. So we can all just like cruise our yachts around together. <laughs> all rich. We're all rich as shit. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm all for it, man. It's like, what? Where could we lose here? You know, I don't know. I mean, you lose a hundred. I've just been investing in pot. That's just me personally. That's probably not a bad idea. That's probably not a bad idea. Well, Hamster invested in a bunch of cannabis companies as well. Not a bad idea. That was probably, (laughs) he's really smart too. Yeah. But I'm not saying that. Oh, look at that. We're all adults. We're investing our money. That's crazy. (laughs) We're investing. I'm having a baby. Chris bought a house. Like, what is happening to us, guys? When you say investing, we're investing in a cryptocurrency based off of a meme. Yeah. (laughs) A drug. So invest, yeah, invest on Malort. Mm. Malort. <laughs> Malort. Yeah, the Malort, the Malort futures. Ha! Have you been? Oh, I get up every morning. I see. Up. I see what the Malort futures are. <laughs> I'm getting a driver's license. I really am going to be a grown up. Jeez, Louise, James. <laughs> we should give James some shitty advice for driving. Oh yeah. Um. You should never use your turn signal. Oof. No, that's normal here. <laughs> I always use my turn signal. I learned that when I was like, when I, <laughs> what are those things that kids use? Bicycles. So, Gene, yeah. when you're on the freeway and you're on the mm-hmm. second lane from the left and you notice that. The middle you, lane? No. Three not, lane? Al- not always. On the, let's okay. say you're on the four way, like it's a four lane. You're on the okay. second lane from the left. And you do notice, oh shit! I should. I, I need to get off this exit. Have no problem with crossing the other two lanes onto the off ramp. No big deal. Don't worry about it. As long as I use my turning signal, right? That's what nah. I learned in California. Nah, nah fuck them. Turning signal. Turning signal means I am entering your lane. <laughs> Break. Move, or I, I like, will hit your car. I like this one. Break often. Fucking. <laughs> 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 okay, do you want? Do you, do you mean like a regular break yeah. or like when I just like let off on my um, on my clutch? So I slow down without sending you any signals whatsoever. Then I'm about to slow yeah. down really fast. Uh, James, when driving, when driving through a very like uh, um, high traffic area, it's okay to use your brake and gas at the same time. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. I'd have to hit the clutch too, right? Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to somehow jam down all three pedals. 
Yeah. Yeah. If you need to. I do stunt driving and I've never had to do that at all. Just, you know, okay. Well, if you're having trouble here, well, I'll help you then. So you use your left foot for the clutch, right what? foot for the, for the gas, <laughs> and then right hand for the for the emergency brake. <laughs> yes. So I'm there doing I'm like driving like this with both my arms and legs crossed. <laughs> yeah. No, I said left foot for the clutch. Is the clutch on the right side? Left foot for the clutch. Right foot for the gas. Right hand for the right hand for the e brake. Yeah. Your right yeah. hand goes on the clutch, right? Left hand's for oh. driving. What? Okay. <laughs> oh, for a shifter? Sh uh, whatever. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> eat spaghetti in the car. I'm sorry. I only drive manual transmissions. Yeah, eat spaghetti in the car out of a Ziploc bag. Yes. <laughs> or cereal. Why is Holly? Why mm. is there? Why is there a box around your face? What do you mean? Oh, maybe it's only on my. Oh, weird. Okay, never mind. It's something to do with the uh, uh, streamyard. Never mind. Weird. I was like, there's a window behind me. But how do I? Uh, all right. So, guys, so, I'll, I'll be an adult. I'll have a car and a license. Oh. What? I don't know about that. I'm excited. When that means the... you can come babysit. So, when is this all going to happen? Terrified. Jesus Christ! You want talk about shitty? But I'm like uh, Holly, you're having a baby. Uh, James should uh, babysit. I'm good. I'm James loves James. I'm kidding. He's probably great. I'm just being mean. Like maybe Danny would be nicer to me if James came and visited every once in a while. <laughs> She's been a brat lately. Yeah. <clears throat> uh oh. See, and then you can do things like well. If you don't act better, James can't come over. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Get her into professional wrestling. I think that might be a good option. Little little she hits really well. Oh. Teach her, teach her the Ric Flair chop. <laughs> <laughs> and when I say yes, that's just what I need. <laughs> yeah. They're like, are you kidding your child? I'm teaching her some things. <laughs> <laughs> Teaching moment. Woo! <laughs> and that'll be all <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that would help her anger or something if she would just lightly chop me and go, woo! It's not going to be light. She's going to full throttle. Yeah. Not if she's doing it right. <laughs> not if she's doing it right. <laughs> her when we're babysitting her. There's what you need. Holly Ann, right? Well, Danny, harder. Harder. It's gotta leave a, it has to leave a red mark. Otherwise, people yeah. think you're faking it. I always, have, I always wonder, do kids do the same like crazy mean things to each other like we all did when we were kids? Like uh, the two for flinching, the um, the thing where you like lick lick the tips of your fingers and then you like slap them across someone's forearm, but you try to bear, <laughs> you try to do it as as like graze them. The best you can in there. Remember the thing where you like go like this on somebody's arm? Native you American, know? Uh, indigenous snake person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, can we call those snake bites, all right? Snake we bite. Called, we called them indigenous person burn, but not like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if 
they do, I'll let you know when Danny goes to school and has like little friends. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where you like you would like lick your fingers and you'd hold their hand and just be like, Thah! and then yeah. And if you if you hit like solid, it didn't hurt. But right. If you glanced it. Oh fuck. It me. hurt so bad. I got goosebumps just thinking about it. Um, the one that we would do when I got into college is like you would put your pull your hat down mm-hmm. and like ram the brim of your hat into someone's arm. And oh. it's not bad, but it fucking hurts, man. And it leaves a bruise, like a, <laughs> the brim shaped bruise on your arm. We were we were mean kids, man. <laughs> Remember, we I feel were... like boys do that more than girls do. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I couldn't tell you. I Danny, I think so. She hangs out with my um my niece that lives with my dad a lot. They're around the same age. Yeah, and they're kind of mean to each other, but like in a girl way, you yeah. know. Like, I don't know how to explain it. They they, they're all always that. in competition with each other. They tell the other one how ugly they are. So, <laughs> ugly they are. so when I was in junior high, we would steal the, um, the staples from the teacher. <laughs> you take them and like squish them together. So it kind of makes a square, right? Right. And then you'd put them on the, the tip of the pencil and you could like fire them. Like you literally like grab the pencil and fire it, like fire it at people. So you, like it would hit them like pow, like a staple. And sometimes it would stick in them. And oh man, I remember people, they got, got in a lot of trouble for that. I didn't. <laughs> I always like avoided the trouble. We did that. And then did you guys ever do pencil fighting? Yes. Oh, were you break other people's Oh man. Down. Yeah, and then we got in trouble for that, and then and then gleeking was a big thing. Do you guys know? What, you know James knows what I'm talking about. Do you know what I'm talking about, Holly? Did you say gleeking? Oh, right yeah, where you spit from <laughs> under your tongue. So the, the next time I see you guys, ask me to do it. I can do it amazingly. Like I can spray <laughs> from under my tongue. Like you know, you can't see it, but I like, never learned how to do it. Oh, I had to because this dude sat in front of me and he would like tilt his head back and gleek onto my desk. So I, I went home and practiced, practiced. And so I can just, I would just spray him on the head. <laughs> oh, I can sit there and it just shoots out. <laughs> I don't know. You can't see it on camera, but I'm just like spraying it out like a snake. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know if snakes do that, but. Like a horny sorry, I'm not, blood from its sorry. Oh, oops, sorry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Sorry, I'm not looking at the camera. So Mama Cat is pregnant again because mm-hmm. she's a slut. Whoa. Well, she escaped the day before we were supposed to get her fixed. <laughs> oh, she's all bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then um, the vet that we go to had a COVID scare. So we couldn't reschedule. So they had like a huge backup in their schedule. So she's knocked up. Um, and, you know, I believe in a woman's right to choose and she can't tell me what she wants. So I just assume she wants these kittens. Right. So if anybody wants a kitten. Dang, man. Let me know. I should have waited. 
I know. Yeah. Um, she makes yeah. really good I, cats. She makes really good cats. She does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on your house, Holly. Cats shitting out kittens. What's up with you? <laughs> but anyway, she's like pacing and being weird. So I think she's probably going to have kittens tonight. I'm not sure, though. Well, she all ballooned up. Do you think it'll be tonight? Yeah, I think it'll be tonight. She's all wobbly. She's all. Ugh. I remember I had my, I had my dog and someone brought their. She wasn't fixed, and they're like, "Ooh, we should mate her with my my friend's wiener dog." And I was like, "No." And they waited. <laughs> I went to work, and they brought the dog over and mated them, and I was so pissed. Like without your consent. Oh yeah, I was mad as shit. Anyway. So Carolina, she was a she was a disgruntled dog from birth. <laughs> she was not a she was not a dog that enjoyed many things. She liked <laughs> and she liked sleeping. And then that's it. You know? <laughs> so like she had the puppies and she hated them. <laughs> like she would like I would show come back from work and she would come out of the bathroom where her and the puppies were. There was like five. And there's still like two of them attached to her like boobs. And she's like dragging <laughs> them through the house. Come out and see me. And I'd be like, let your, let your puppies eat. And she's just like, eh, I don't care about these things. <laughs> They're annoying as fuck, right? I have to say Mama Cat is like, when she had kittens the last time, she was so sweet. Like right before she gave birth and during labor, I like checked on her and she was super sweet, which is weird for a cat because they're usually like, and she let me look at the kittens and she is the best mom ever. She's so sweet and very attentive and, but this will be her last batch. Oh, it's going to get fixed. I can't anymore. I can't take care of these kids. No, no, no more. <laughs> so then like Carolina would come in after I gave them all away and I'd be like, Carolina, where are your children at? I don't even know. Where's your babies? You don't even know. <laughs> you were the guilt trip. Oh, <laughs> she didn't care. And she's like, I don't know. I don't know where they're at. She was not, she's a, good she was not a good mom. She's not a good Like, meh, who cares? Don't care. I remember Carolina. Yeah. So the like, rules are here. Yeah, and so she the just look are, up, yeah. not even look at you, like, uh, no. whatever, and just go over and say hi to Chris. <laughs> right, and then and then like we tried to pet her. She was like, "I'm just gonna go back in the room. I don't, I don't care for all this." She hated everybody but me. She did. She was such a disgruntled animal. And if, <laughs> like, why did your dog always go in back in the room when I come over? And I like, I don't remember who it was said that. And then I was like, "Well, she doesn't like you." And they were like, "Well, that's fucked up." And I was like, "I don't know what to tell you. She doesn't like that's her opinion. She she doesn't like people. She's not a fan of people." Um. <laughs> You know, she was a miniature wiener dog, and so like I was, people would always thought she was a oh a puppy, and I was like, she's not a puppy, she's just a little dog, and <laughs> she didn't like anyone but me, so that's just how it was. <laughs> you know, she was, she was she was old from birth. <laughs> As James, she was she didn't play, she didn't like go play and run around. She just came in and like uh, People. It's true. I think the nicest thing she did to me is like she would acknowledge I was there. I would pat her on the head, and that's all we'd ever do. That's that it. it. She's like, mm -hmm. oh, it's James. I'd pat her on the head once. She would hear say hi to Chris, mm -hmm. and then she'd go back into his room because there was more people showing up. Because yeah, like she's like, I don't, I don't care for all this people situation. 
<laughs> She'd be like, just just, just uh, angry about it. Like, you see it in her face, like, just pissed. Like, uh, and then and I the, felt privileged. She'd let me pat yeah. her on the head once. The oh, worst oh. thing you could do, the worst thing you could do for her is bring another dog. Oh. oh, she fucking hated other dogs more than people. And they would run up to play with her and she would just like turn her head and like they would try to lick her and she would just be like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> and just go in the other room. <laughs> the last time this happened, Too I met up with kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> angry. Just angry about it. Poor dog. She was a good dog, though. I liked her. I love that dog. I have a painting of her in my house. Aww. <laughs> Very funny. <sighs> All right. I think we've done enough damage for today. <laughs> like, like this is one of those shows where I'll look back on it and I'll be like, I don't think this was a good show. And like, it'll fucking get all kinds of downloads and people like, it'll be ridiculous. I thought it was fun. It was, uh, sure. <laughs> then good. Then we good. ranted. We talked about lucky boy. That is that is a good that is a good concept, you know. I'm so like it was one of those things that I had like Lucky Boy is one of those things I never think about. And then I see it and I'm like and I'm like Lucky Boy. Like I get excited. I'm like happy. So that's how that that's how that trailer was. It's a good trailer. It's funny how they made like Albuquerque look like Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. If only. If only, right? It's funny. But all of that movie was filmed here, I think. I don't know. Maybe it was filmed some in Las Vegas. I don't know. No, that's the giant green string. When we were on uh, when we we're on set, we had uh, you know that wall that they come mm-hmm. towards, like at the end of the uh, promo. It's like a shipping containers making oh, a wall, yeah. right? Yeah, that was there. Oh, that really? was there on set. Yeah. Oh. And then, but the other side of it was just a giant. Like everything was a green screen. So okay. You could, they'd be like, "You're the actual zombies, but we're gonna put in like another like 300 zombies behind you." <laughs> wow! And your entire background—we have like a like eighty foot tall green screen behind us, probably like hundred foot tall green screen, so they can wow. put in the Las Vegas like background. Oh, behind us. yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy how they do that. Who would know? Technology, hey, man. So, so check out Zack Snyder's <clears throat> Army. Oh, excuse me, Army of the Dead. Oh, that was a terrible burp. Army of the Dead <laughs> comes out May twenty first. Yeah, on Netflix. Netflix. Finally, I mean, I've got to the point where I don't even watch Netflix anymore. There's mm-hmm. nothing on there I want to see. Like Holly Ann's, like told me the only thing I want to see on there, and that was the marriage or mortgage. Is that right? Yeah, marriage or mortgage. And I got I got to wait till I finish one show to get into that. But other than that, there's nothing on there. You know, I watched a true crime documentary that was pretty good that I forgot to talk about tonight. It was really good though. Lost me. I just, I just don't. I'm not into those shows. You know, yeah, that's just not my bag. You know, they're kind of fine. the newest place to watch anime now. And yeah, that's is true. it? Which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, Netflix oh. anime is huge at the moment. Isn't uh, so, yeah? Doesn't Paramount Plus have a bunch too? Because of uh, Crunchyroll or whatever. Oh yeah, I don't know. Or I HBO. See, I see what they have on there. I have to tell you. So, like, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is awesome and all. Yes, but Invincible on Amazon Prime is amazing. We just watched that, dude. The soundtrack is amazing, mm-hmm. and it's written by the the comic book was written by the same guy who wrote The Walking Dead. He's mm-hmm. also the showrunner. 
and it's fantastic. And it's so. Oh, you know what else we watched? We watched them on Amazon Prime. Them? What is yeah. that? Oh, yeah. What is that? Ooh, um, it's a horror kind of show, but it's uh, basically a family, a black family from Georgia. Yeah, in the 50s. Relocates to. Um, to Compton. Oh. But it's before Compton was, it was in the 1950s. Oh, pre NWA. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And it was all white and it was, you know, super housewives. Um, we finished it in like three days. And I will tell you that it is okay. psychologically horror. It is horror, horror. And, yeah. um, the racism that they address is yeah. unbelievable. So if you get a chance to watch it, please do. The The guy who who created it, wrote it, I think he directed some of the episodes. He's the executive producer. His name's Little Marvin, I think. Marvin. Um, He knocked it out of the park nice. for his first project. So wouldn't, wouldn't that be awesome if like in Compton they were like everything was pre-NWA and post-NWA? <laughs> that's terrible i love uh, but i love uh interviewing well yeah straight out of compton yeah mm-hmm. someday anyway mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> i want to thank everybody for listening to this show today that did and if you didn't fuck you <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are or you can watch us later come on or you can watch us later and you can send us, um, I'm just going to go ahead and say this and Chris might kill me, but you can go ahead and send us uh, questions that you want us to give you shitty advice for all throughout the week. No, absolutely you can. Oh. And, no and one we'll answer them. We'll answer them on the show in the wavy billy hour. Except for me. Never contact me. <laughs> Never. <laughs> don't tell. That's how, so like, it's funny because like I, I, I'm all about that in public. Like, if you see me in public, say hi, it's fine. But that's all. <laughs> We're good. I'll say hello back. We don't need to have a conversation about your car or grill or whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just. I'm kidding. dying for human interaction, so you can message me. You can come up to me. Just don't touch my belly right now. I don't like that. And I'm absolutely kidding. Please come up and tell me <laughs> grill and uh, your family and uh, how I look like somebody you know. And... <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I'm, I'm saucy today. You are sad. You are spicy, sir. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, check out Army of the Dead when it comes out. Uh, when's the when's the um, open mic? May third. May third. Oof. You know what the next day is? What? May fourth. May the fourth be with you. That's right. And you know it launches that day. The new Star Wars show. Yes. Ooh. Have you seen the previews of that? I no. have not yet. I need Ooh. to. I have, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. That's the. Let's see. You, oh, really? I saw the trailer for that. It looks what great. is the next one coming out? Um, the filthy. What is it? What is the next Star Wars show on Disney Plus? It's the Bad Batch. Sorry, the Bad Batch. It's all about stormtroopers that are, oh. they were clones and yeah. 
they're just like they're like the you know they're just a bad group of and they rebel against the empire and yeah it looks it looks dope as shit the sound this the sound acting sound looks awesome so i'm excited may the fourth but the night before may the third can i get into the open mic am i allowed in the yeah you're allowed all right all right yeah uh for people who don't know there is a comedian who did holly ann's open mic roy wood jr oh yes who's kind of blowing up a little bit he's awesome yeah he's got a lot of stuff and it was funny because like i'll tell this story and then we'll end okay so it was really funny because you were like yeah roy wood jr is coming to do our open mic he's in town because you know you did i don't think you knew why he was in town i knew why he was in town you did i yeah. like a bunch of people didn't and i found i uh, it was funny because like so i'm sitting at your open mic he comes in and all these comedians were like swarming him <laughs> swarming him and he just like he was trying to like focus on his like what the jokes he wanted to tell mm -hmm. so finally I'm sitting by myself, you know, because I'm like the outcast. I don't, I'm not a comedian. <laughs> he comes over and he sits next to me and like he just starts talking to me. And I was like, Yeah, so what are you in town for? And he's like, Oh, Netflix deal. Yeah. He's like, Nice. And that's it. And like I just sat next to him and I didn't bother him, nothing. But like so many people kept bothering him and he just kept literally like he would, they would start talking to him and he would just literally walk away. <laughs> from you know, I think, you know, in situations like that, I think like, yeah. The comedians like forget that like this. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they're famous; they're still a comedian, and we yeah. all have our process. There yeah. are pacers. There are people who stare off into space. Yeah. I'm a stare off into space kind of person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like yeah. to listen to my one song that I need to pump myself up, and I don't like to be bothered. So why would you do that to anyway? Right. Yeah. And it was like this dude's not here to propel you into like stardom. No. He's here to work on his shit. And if you want to talk to him, let him go up first, then talk to him. I don't even know. I'm not even a comedian. And I was like, let him go up and do his thing first. And then talk. Yeah. Like a normal. Anyway. Yeah. He, no, he was here to uh, talk about a Netflix special. Yeah. That's what he told. And like that's apparently it's going to happen a lot. So. Yeah. And that's what he told me. And <laughs> that dude's like blown up. So, so if, you know, if you're in Albuquerque area and, and uh, you're, you know, is it's on a Monday night. Go to mm -hmm. Hollyhands uh, open mic because you never know who will pop in. You never know. Never know. So yeah. I mean, sometimes it's weird people that claim to be touring comedians and they just ramble about racist stuff. No, that was weird too. But <laughs> that was really weird. And then uh, talk about like running for president or something. I don't, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And then, and then the or 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 before they go up, take a dirty shit in the bathroom in a place that only holds about 18 people yeah <laughs> which you're not allowed to do at our open mic or we will make fun of you <laughs> yeah, right because like that became a rule after the dirty shit yeah. happened like oh thank you for that <laughs> anyway i want to thank you guys for listening um we're here on sunday nights from 6 to 8 p.m with that we are tin drink minimum.com Nice.